get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. All right, welcome back into the balloon party. Chris Kerber and filling in for Tim McKernan. Glad to have you with us. Blues head coach Craig Berube joining us uh, here on uh, the guest line. Glad to have him uh, join us. Craig, thanks for uh, letting us really bother you during what has probably finally become your off season. So I apologize, but I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> no problem, Curbs. Glad to be on with you, buddy. Craig, I just got done talking for a couple of moments about the Cardinals from a way of, of and, and I said, I said, just because I say something that might be not in full favor of an analytic approach to either roster decisions or play doesn't mean I'm anti-analytics. Well, what, I, what I've grown to believe watching enough sports is too much on the analytics side can cloud thought processes, ideas, maybe make you doubt something you've known or felt as a manager or a coach and seen and in and, 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 and kind of can almost jumble the process at the same time and not necessarily always be helpful. How have you learned to balance the analytic side of the sports now that you're managing along with what you just know as a coach and managing people? Yeah, it's a good question. You know, I think you did, you know, I think analytics are important. I think they're useful, but I don't think they're the end to be all. I mean, in the end, you got to coach with your brain and your gut. And you got to, you know, you know, you, as a coach, you've been around, you know, long enough to know situations and, and things that come up and how you handle them and this and that. I think in your gut are still really important, you know, aspects when it comes to coaching. Now, analytics, they're there every day for us, uh, whether they're uh, on our own team or the opponent's team. We look at them, we, we, we go through it all, we talk about it. Um, and some of it's real good, useful stuff. But in the end, you know, the most important thing is your gut, your feel, and what you know as a coach, you know, uh, you know you've seen enough, you know, you know, situations and how you handle them and what you're going to do. And again, I, my, gut, my gut is the most important thing as a coach. Okay, maybe a fair or unfair question, but I'll throw it out there anyway. Have you ever... Have you gone with your gut and said, ah, maybe I should have gone with the numbers or vice versa said, man, I'm glad I went with my gut versus the numbers on, on, in a certain spot? Well, yeah, I think it's probably both. Um, I think there's obviously, you know, as a coach, as a player, you make mistakes, you know, things don't go the right way. Don't second guess yourself. I don't believe that. I mean, I think uh, at the time you make a decision, it may be the wrong one. It didn't work out. Um, I think that you don't second guess yourself. I really don't. I don't believe that. Have you had a chance uh, and enough time passed to kind of put a bow on last season and where you felt things didn't go the way you wanted them to go? Yeah, for sure. I think we've had enough meetings, um, you know, with every everything, everybody, management, coaches, players. I mean, we obviously didn't perform at a high enough standards defensively throughout the season to, to um, you know, hold the fort at times. I think, you know, we, we've always been able to score goals and it, it didn't come as easy, easy last year as it, the years before. Uh, but our defensive game slipped. Our penalty killing slipped. 
and that's what really hurt us in the end. Um, we just we didn't we weren't sound enough in those two areas to hold the fort a lot of nights and win close games. Um, and that's going into next year. We got to make sure that our PK and our defenses play is you know top notch right away. That can you know give you that support that you need throughout the season when maybe you're not scoring enough goals um, at the, at the time. Your power play's not clicking at a high enough level. But our defensive game is good. Our penalty killing is good, and it can hold the fort and win you hockey games. I think that really is really an important area of the game. How much of that was the commitment of forwards to play at times with a defensive-minded approach or overall awareness approach as much as it is the players with the actual name defenseman as their position? Well, I think the forwards are a big part of it. You know, you need everybody on the ice to do the job defensively. It's not just the D. You know, too much, in my opinion, was put on the defense core, and that's not fair. Um, You know, the forwards are just as much to blame. They're just as much to, you know, that they have to help out. It's it's on all of us. It's not on one area, you know what I mean? Yep. On the coaches and the players. And we got to do a better job next year. We didn't do a good enough job. And like I said, if you don't play good defense, and I'm not, I'm not talking about not trying to to score goals or anything like that. You know, just check, check, and good things happen the other way when you check. And we got to do a better job of that, of the checking side of things. And that's that's really a team commitment, and it's selflessness. You know, that when you play good defense and do them little things. Um, that are needed. Uh, you're being a selfless hockey team. As a hockey team, you have success most of the time. What uh, will the acquisition of Kevin Hayes mean for some of your options as a uh, in, when you put together the forward groups? Yeah, well, it just gives us depth down the middle, and he's a veteran guy that's been around. Um, I go back to the New York days when I coached against him. He was a good player. Uh, to you know, he played. I thought he played 200 feet back, killing penalties. I remember. So he's a type of that. I'm, I'm not sure yet where he's fitting in or where we're going to use him. Um, like with who and how that'll work. But he's a veteran guy that's um, personality. He's great in the locker room, which is important. We need a locker room guys, and he's going to help our locker room out. As you move into this offseason and towards the next year, well, where's your mind right now in terms of where and how you were using Pavel Butchnevich at center versus on the yeah. wing? Did you see enough uh, to still want to go that route? Did he feel comfortable enough, or do you really like him back on the wing if you if you had your druthers? Yeah, it's a, I think you can. I think he's a winger. Like I think he can play center. He. He did a good job. I know face-offs weren't great, but that takes some time. But defensively and, you know, making plays in the middle of the ice, I thought he was pretty good. Now, I think there's always options there. Like, using them last year shows that we have options. As we... uh... Uh, as uh, kind of along those same lines, Craig, and I sorry, apologize because we lost you there for just a moment, so I cut off. So I jumped in early oh, on you. Sorry. sorry, sorry about that. But 
the forward group coming together, and you talked about the locker room side of it. Kevin Hayes did an interview recently where he talked about one of the important things he feels that is really important to winning is is team personality. Is is finding a personality and that center point for your team an important focus as you head into training camp? Yeah, can you repeat that question, Curbs? Because you kind of cut out a little bit. Yeah. I just just want to make sure. I heard it properly. Yeah, Kevin Hayes was doing an interview after the Blues sign. I'm talking about the importance of personality uh, to a team and how important that is uh, to a to a winning attitude. And 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 my question to you is more: How important to you is uh, helping this team find that personality and its kind of its center along that front as as you get into training camp? Yeah, no, I think it's really important. Like I said, I think. You know, having people in a locker room that are opinionated, that uh, voice their opinion, that they keep the locker room a little loose at times, they have a good skill for the locker room, and then you find that camaraderie in your locker room, and there's always banter going on in between periods. There's talk, there's this, there's that. That's a real important part of the game, very important part of the game. I think Kevin Hayes brings that to our team. Are you more comfortable as a coach having a captain or are you comfortable with almost the leadership by committee, which some teams have utilized? Yeah, no, it's a good question. I think, you know, I'm, I'll be, I've, I'll be, I'm used to a captain for sure because I've had captains, but, um, you know, I think that right now it's by committee, you know, in my opinion, but that's something still to, to, we're going to discuss and uh, make a decision on. So I don't, I don't, I don't really have a good comment on it right now. We've had, uh, you know, Sammy Blake came back motivated, had a really good uh, second half of the season after the Blues reacquired him from New York. If a player like Oscar Sundquist returns to the fold, uh, and we'll know about that momentarily, what, what would a player like Oscar mean in terms of either that personality, that uh, the confidence that you have in a coach, a player that can be used in, in all different areas mean to you? Oh, a lot. I mean, Sonny's been a real good player for us. He obviously had some injuries with his knee um, that took some time to recover from. But he's feeling good. His knees are feeling good. So I'm excited to have the guy back. I really enjoyed coaching him. He brings a personality, brings that gamesmanship on the ice. He plays a hard game every night, which is important. Uh, He leads the way that way. So Oscar's a very well-liked guy on our team with our with the players, um, coaches, management. So we're excited. Uh, last thing for you: did, what, what were your thoughts after prospect camped on on some of the uh, the players, especially uh, the young uh, player of the first, uh, the, well, the top ten pick the Blues had in Dvorsky? Well, the Blues have some great young players coming. That's for sure. Bolduc and Snuggeru, you know, as a start, they've been, you know, they're a little bit older. They've been drafted a few years ago, but. Dvorsky and some of the other guys that got this year, they had a great draft. You know, this Dvorsky, he looked like a real player. Uh, two-way, strong on the puck, big, you know. So it's exciting to see the future here um, at development camp, and uh, the organization should be very excited for the future. Craig, thanks for letting us bug you while I'm filling in here this week. I appreciate it a ton, uh, and hopefully you get a chance to breathe relax with the family in Philadelphia, maybe travel on your own a little bit, but uh, have a great uh, few weeks of an off season. We'll see you back in town soon. 
Yeah, you too, Kerbs. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it, bud. All right. Thanks, Craig. We'll talk to you in a bit. Thank you very much. It's Blues head coach Craig Berube joining us here on uh, the Balloon Party uh, 101 ESPN.